Hello and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pack Mag Parents Podcast. Bree James here with you. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about peer pressure and the power of influences. Because as our children grow older, their friend group does too, which is great, but it can also open the door to peer pressure. Now, every child wants to fit in with their pack, and sometimes they'll do whatever it takes to feel accepted. We all want to be accepted. Um, But as parents, it's our job to keep an eye on our children and keep them safe. But how can we educate our children about peer pressure without pushing them away further? Well, today's guest has an honours degree in psychology and a master's in gestalt therapy, and she's the founder of Hey Sigmund, which is a website dedicated to conveying the science of psychology to the art of being human. So I'm pleased to welcome back the lovely Karen Young as we chat about peer pressure and the power of influences. So let's get her on Zoom. It's time to get to class. So tell me, Karen, what does peer pressure look like in today's younger generation? Because it's a little bit different um, from when we were we were younger. Yeah. It can look like a few things. So basically it's that pressure that's felt from a group. It can be real or imagined. And I think one of the things that we need to be aware of today is that with social media and with the internet, There's an imagined audience out there which can also put huge pressure on our teens to be a certain way, look a certain way, do a certain thing. Um, So we need to be really aware of that as well. And adolescents can feel um, the pressure of that. So it's not necessarily coming from people they know or people who are in front of them um, there. I also want to say... Um, that pressure to conform, it can be a negative thing, but it can also be a good thing if it's leading towards positive change and if it's swaying kids away from making bad decisions so they can be pressured not to drink or, or, or not to um, do drugs or not to be mean to, you know, the new kid. So it can work both ways um, and it's, and it is there to, you know, support a shift there. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, like the old saying goes, you're a combination of the top five people you hang around. So how can we teach yeah. our children to choose their friends wisely? Because obviously once, yeah. you know, they're in, they're in school and high school, uh, you, you get less and less um, influence over who their friends are. So how can we help them uh, learn how to choose great friends? The focus on how they feel around certain people. One of the things we know is we do start to lose, um, well, any control over who they're hanging around. And if we push too hard around and, and make it be, if we're too vocal about who we don't like, we're not necessarily going to stop it. That's when we can drive secrecy and they'll just keep it from us, not because they're bad or because they um, are sneaky, but because important job to do, which is to start to explore who they are without us. And that's going to look like, who are my friends? Who am I around my friends? Um, and they'll just keep it quiet to avoid any conflict or trouble, which makes sense. Um, we can all tend to do that, but um, so it's definitely not to be deceptive. But 
what we want to do is start the conversations around, well, how do you feel around these people? What do you like about them? What do you wish they could do differently? Obviously not an interrogation, but just um, opening up the conversation that way. Also modelling, we have to model um, that, that language. So do you love hanging around so-and-so? I really like the way they're so funny and they just make me laugh. And today I really stuffed up and they just, it, they didn't bat an eyelid. They were so good about it. Or the other thing is sometimes I feel like I can't be myself around so-and-so. So we start modelling the language, which will eventually, hopefully, um, play into theirs. That's a really great point because often we don't talk about our own friendships that much, mm-hmm. so um, but we're very judgmental of our children's friendships. So I, mm-hmm. I really like that point. It's a great way for our children because we're modelling relationships uh, at home with each other, but I guess mm-hmm. friendships is something we don't really um, talk about that much. They sort of witness mm-hmm. it themselves. That's a really great point. Um, so you, you mentioned about, you know, the positives of friendships and things like that. So how can we... Um, encourage our children to realise the importance about surrounding themselves with people who bring out their best? Um, We can also talk to them about what we see when they're with um, people who bring out their best. So um, it might be something like, I just love the way you're so relaxed around those people and I love the way you laugh so much around them. Um, I love the way you can talk to them. So we start introducing the language there as well um, and also highlighting the things that we love that their friends bring out in them as well. Also talking about the friends we like. You know, I really like the way they always um, make sure they say hello and thank you when they go. So we're starting to um, build a picture or build awareness around the qualities we like or that are important um, and the qualities that are brought out in them as well. It's such simple things that you're saying, but it's so funny that we don't think about it as parents um, to combat this issue. It's such um, an obvious thing. Uh, I I really think it's astounding, actually. As you're talking, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should do that. It's really simple and it's true. (laughs) Like you do witness those sorts of things, but you don't really say much. So, So what about the opposite then? So what about... Um, educating our child because obviously our biggest fear is them, um, you know, having that peer pressure and getting them into situations that could harm Mm -hmm. them. How can we, I guess, prepare them for those moments? That starts when they're really young. That's when they're really young. And it starts by us letting them have space to say no and disagree with us. Um, And we have to show them that we can actually start trusting their mind and their judgment if we try and control everything they do and if we stomp on the decisions, all their decisions, too many of their decisions, what we're saying to them is I don't trust your judgment and I don't trust you to make good decisions. Now there's going to come a time where they're not going to be with us and we want them to trust their judgment and trust their good decisions, but they have to practice on us first. So they'll be practicing from when they're little, from their very first nose, how those nose land. If we respond to their nose with shame or punishment or consequences, um, that's going to make, that's going to associate no with a bad thing and negative consequences. And we don't want that. We don't want to do that. So for sure, it doesn't mean that we can say yes um, to all of their decisions, but we need to handle their pushbacks and their disagreements really respectfully um, and really give it space. So it might be, um, 
I'm really interested in, in why you think that or why you feel like that. Can you talk to me a bit more about it? Um, and once we've made room for that, we might still say, no, you can't do that or no, I don't agree with that. But it has to be done with full respect and validation of what they're saying. You know, what you're saying makes really good sense. But here's the thing, I'm still worried about your safety and I'm not convinced that um, it's going to be okay. Um, so how about we find another way to give you what you need? Um, but I feel like I need to say no to this one. So it's done respectfully. Um, when we can, if it's matters of personal choice that don't necessarily affect their health or their welfare or their safety, even if we don't agree, we need to let it go when we can. Because what we're saying is I respect you have your own mind. I respect you're different to me. I respect that you're want to make that you'll want to make different decisions sometimes which is exactly everything we want when they're in in front of peer pressure but it starts with us first challenging for us though right but yeah, yeah. i think one of the things we have to do my kids are 18 and 23 now so i've been through it one of the things we have to do is actually look behind their disagreements and look behind their nose there'll always be a valid reason there sometimes it might be um, I'm just sick of, I've been following the rules all day and I'm done with following the rules. It might be that they're exhausted and they've got nothing left in the tank um, to have, you know, one more thing that they're told to do. Um, it might be that the need we think they're meeting or the way they meet, they have a really valid need, the way they're meeting it isn't going to work. But if we can see behind that, that wish or that, that um, behaviour that behind it to the need, then we can validate that and that's when they'll start to feel heard. Mm. Which is really important, really, really important. So any parting advice for parents listening right now that are going through peer pressure and those influences outside their control? Any last, last yeah. parting words for us? What I want to say is <laughs> it's excruciating watching our kids doing things. One of the things I would say, if you get a sense that things are starting to um, get a bit out of control, we need to show up for our kids sometimes when they can't, um, when they're in a really difficult position. If we hand over too much responsibility for them, it can be too much. So sometimes they need to be able to defer to us and say, she said no, he said no, I wish I could, but I can't. Um, meanwhile, holding on to them, and really validating why it's tempting to want to do this. The reason peer pressure um, does what it does is because during um, developmentally, especially as they approach adolescence, being part of a peer group or a group is, is huge for them. It's one of their um, really important needs. Being excluded from that pack, as it is for any young mammals, even in, you know, not human mammals, um, it'll feel really threatening it'll feel really big for them so we need to be gentle and we need to hold them close and sometimes we do need to step in when things aren't right if there's something happening um, it has to be a conversation and we have to be patient with that and it might look like okay I hear this is really important to you this is what's important to me that you stay safe so how can you convince how can if you want that freedom to do that and, and have me stay out of it, how can you convince me that you're going to stay safe through this? And that opens up the way to conversation. And it may well be that they get to a point and they go, well, I can't convince you. 
that I'm going to stay safe. We then have a really strong ground to say, then I just can't let you do it. I understand it's important, but even more important than that is your safety. And so I'm saying no to that. But it's done with love and full respect. Um, we're respecting that they're an independent person with their own needs. We're respecting the struggle and the challenge. It's really hard when you need to do something different to your friends. I really get it. Um, and I want to, you know, I want to do this with you or, or alongside you. I'm here for you. Um, and we move it forward like that. It's not easy, but we do need to show up in really gentle and strong ways for them. So many nuggets of gold today, Karen. Thank you so much for sharing your amazing insight. So that is all about helping uh, you talk to your kids about peer pressure and the power of their influences. Where can we find out more information about you if, if parents would like some more advice? Yeah. So I have a website, um, heysigmund.com. I'm also on Instagram with uh, Karen Young Heysigmund and Facebook, Karen Young Heysigmund as well. We'll put that all in the show notes. So thank you so much for your amazing insights today. Thanks for having me. If you're loving the Pack Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow Pack Mag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? So what did we learn? We learned lots today. Uh, firstly, was that we can help our children find the right friends by asking them how they feel around certain people, which is a great question to ask. So if you push too hard to have control over your child's life as they get older, we can end up pushing them away further. So this can drive secrets, not because they're not necessarily bad, but because they have a job to do, which is to explore who they are without us. And they'll keep it quiet to avoid any conflict, of course. So as parents, we need to start the conversation with our child about how they feel around their friends. What do they like about them? What do they wish that they could do differently? Uh, you know, things like that will help us model this language and talk openly about our own friends using this sort of language. Like, I like hanging around so-and-so because they make me feel happy. Or I didn't like it when so-and-so did this. This had made me feel left out. So... If we don't talk about our own friendships, um, but we become really focused and judgmental on our own children's friendships instead, uh, then, you know, how are they going to learn? So we do need to talk about our own friendships as well. Uh, we can encourage our children about the importance of positive friendships by talking to our children about what we see when they are with their friends as well. So like Karen said, using terms like, I just love the way you're so relaxed around uh, your friend uh, Mac, for instance, and I love the way you laugh so much around them. In doing this, we start to introduce this language to them as well as while highlighting the things that we love that their friends bring out in them. So we're starting to build awareness around the qualities of a good friend, which is which is a really great thing to do. Because uh, as parents, there are many ways that we can prepare our children for future situations that may put them in danger due to peer pressure. So this starts when they are young, young and we need to give our children space to say no and disagree with us. And we have to show them that we can trust their mind and their judgment as well. So uh, like Karen said, if we try to control everything they do and stomp on their decisions, what we're saying to them is, I don't trust your judgment and I don't trust you to make good decisions. And like Karen said, however, this doesn't mean we have to say yes to every decision they make, but we need to handle their pushbacks and disagreements respectfully. If you're starting to feel like things are starting to get out of control, you need to show up for your child sometimes when they can't or in a really difficult position. So if we hand over too much responsibility to them, it can become too much. Sometimes they need to be able to, do, you know, to defer to us, which that's what parents do, right?
Well, I can't believe we've wrapped up another show. I'm hoping you're enjoying these as much as we love putting them together for you. Remember, any important links can be found in the show notes. But uh, a big thank you to Karen for all of her amazing insights. She's always fantastic to have on the show. I am sure you got something out of what she had to say today. Uh, Everyone else, uh, thank you for making the show possible. Thank you for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at pacmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.